Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is the Pete and Sebastian Show. With Pete Corielli and Sebastian Maniscalco. Jimmy from Boston. Petey, you choose, you choose to live in a boiler room, sleeping next to a furnace, surrounding yourself with roach traps and empty bud cans. The only person that I feel sorry for is Paula. This lovely woman treated you like family. And as soon as you don't need her anymore, you start talking shit. You're better than that kid. I'll get up and get down, 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 and take it easy. I'll get up and get down, down, down. Yeah, beautiful DJ Lou. This is the Pete and Sebastian Show. I'm Pete Corielli. Of course, Sebastian Maniscalco hanging. Every time, always. What's up, bro? How's it going? What's going down? Where are we starting? I'm gonna be coughing. What's up with you? Well, I gotta get off uh, right off the bat here. Uh, uh, we're lucky to have Pete with us today. We, well, we don't really know why, Absolutely. but uh, Pete, uh, Pete says he's on his deathbed. He wanted to reschedule. Our schedules didn't kind of match up. So uh, you and Louie, those Nazis with your text, no flexibility whatsoever, man. Nothing. It's Tuesday uh, set in stone. You guys barely acknowledge my shit. You're like, no, can't, no. And then I go, all right, I'll make it work. Fucking dying over here drinking NyQuil and shit. Listen, when flexibility <laughs> is available, we then provide it. I saw the movie trailer. You're a busy <laughs> dude. Congratulations. We got to get into that, Lou. I hope you got that ready to play, at least the beginning of it. So much. Um, sorry, bro. I cut you off. Take it no, off. I'm sorry. No, I'm just saying that I didn't know whether or not this was an illness you're dealing with. Was this a? It sounded like a uh, a flight issue. It sounded also like you just wanted to go to bed. I just I don't know what. Where are we? I well, I'm sick. I got. Uh, I went on vacation. We just went on the worst trip, bro. From well, I, start I think to finish. We, we we touched on it last week a little bit. We, we didn't really get into it. Is this some type of vacation? Is this something that you want on The Price is Right? What kind of... I don't even know where you were, really. And it just sounded like it was so obscure. Bro, it sounded I, like your apartment <laughs> in Florida. <laughs> it was, dude. It was... It wasn't that bad, but listen, anybody, and you may remember from your days in Chicago, anyone who lives in extreme cold, right around March, you get this knee-jerk reaction where you're like, I gotta get out of this shit. I have to get out of this shit. So I said to Jackie, listen, when the show wraps up, let's just slap something together. We go down to Florida, we sit by the pool for six days, and boom. 
And she's like, all right, now go and invite your parents, man. Your parents never go do anything. We'll get a two-bedroom. We'll pay for the whole thing. We'll go down there. Bing, bam, boom. And she's like, we're going to want to pay for their flights. I go, fine, you know. So Jackie goes, all right. Uh, I go, what about like St. Pete? I remember going there once with your family. for. We went to see them for a couple of days. They happened to be down there. Look kind of beat, Nikki. So she goes, well, I found something in Treasure Island. I'm like, all right, what is that? Like, sounds, you know, kitty. And she's like, well, no, it's like, you know, got some stuff for kids, but it's right on the beach, and it's like a condo resort where you rent a two-bedroom apartment, but it's a resort, it's within a resort in the sense that, um, you know, it's not like your neighbor is Carol who's lived there for 30 years. It's all rentals. And you go and you check in, and the guy gives you the key and the whole thing. But, dude, basically... You're in someone's apartment, two-bedroom apartment, uh, right off the highway, a short walk from the beach. It's the fucking blinds. You go to pull them up, and one half goes up, and the other half doesn't. Oh, God. Right? Or or else they're knotted up. You turn on the the bathroom, and that fan is, you know, because there's no window in the bed. And and I got my in-laws there. There's one bathroom. There's no window. So even if you dump and you use the glade, what is that doing, right? So every time I got to go to the bathroom, I got to sneak down to the pool. And by the pool, which is like a, a condo pool. It's not like a resort pool. And next to it, there's a bathroom. There's a, a, a washer and dryer. And if you go through that door, then there's another door that's just a toilet bowl. That's all it is. And when you sit in it, your knees are facing, again, a, a water boiler. I can't get away from these fucking things. <laughs> so I spend six mornings and six nights shitting uh, with my knees wrapped around a water boiler. It was 60 degrees two, 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 the first two days. Sadie gets sick. On the way down there, she catches a, a fever. By the time we're uh, two days down there, her fever's up to 102. My second day down there, I uh, I go to go to bed, like, uh, and, and I, I'm, I'm just not feeling well. And then I'm sweating, and then I'm shivering, and then I'm oh. cold, and then I put on all my clothes. And next morning, we're taking Sadie to the, to the clinic, um... Right down the block to, because we just needed a prescription because she she had the fever. We got it down, and then we got to get some. She was sick. Then I had to go get NyQuil. Me and her were both in bed two nights in a row by 7 o'clock, which didn't matter because it's freezing. And you know what there's to do in Florida if it's not warm out? Fucking nothing. <laughs> no offense to the in-laws. Naples doesn't count. That's a whole separate thing. Than, than the rest of Florida. <laughs> the whole trip. It wasn't cheap either. You know, it was like three grand, you know, just for the place. Oh, see. For, for five I, nights. I don't, know, I don't know why you're not contacting me with this stuff, man. Well, wait, what was, the, what was the last time you stayed at a place for three grand, guy? Three grand's a lot of money, bro. It is, right? Thank you. Okay. All right. Um, well, you keep it real, dude. It's a lot of money, all right? And and the whole thing is on a vacation, if you're going to go for six days, especially if you're going to take your in-laws, I don't know why we're going to some tr- place called Treasure Island. It sounds like a place that was an amusement park growing up in Arlington Heights that we went to uh, once a year on a Saturday afternoon, and you could have got murdered in the parking lot. I, I just don't like the name of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. You're right, dude. It was like that shit. 
So you you spend three grand for six nights. <laughs> what's, that, what's the average on that? So it's five hundred bucks a night, right? I think it was five. Yeah, six nights. Yes, you're right. Okay, five hundred yeah. bucks a night. Five hundred okay. bucks a night. That's uh, that's a nice hotel room somewhere. What I would have done. Contact me. I would have yeah. told you where to go. Now I would have gone. If I were you, I would have left the parents at home. To be quite honest with you, yeah, um, because you could have got a nicer place for five hundred dollars uh, a night. Uh, you could have went to, uh, and I don't know how you, how you feel about this. I'm just pitching it since you have a beautiful daughter. Uh, you could have went to Orlando, Disney. Well, 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 that's the thing. We're going on a big Disney trip in May to Disney World. The whole thing with my brother and his kids. We're looking forward to it. Four star, the whole thing. Very excited. Oh, okay. okay, okay. So, so this that's was a- just a little dip to toe. Man, did we just scrape it at the scum of the bottom of the dumpster. Oh, yeah, man. I, I just, uh, this was a shotgun vacation. There's yes. no thought. There's no, absolutely no thought into this whatsoever. No. Uh, do you know there's a thing called the internet where you can actually look at the place that you're going to stay at prior to going? The place looked good, and you got to understand, we're talking Treasure Island. There's all these little ro- roads. Listen, people live down there. They, it's very nice. And there's you, you, you round the bend over by, you know, Clearwater and, and obviously parts of uh, Longbow Key and, and Tampa and, and, and stuff. It's beautiful, very expensive. We just had this little stretch, this little area that looks very much like men when you used to play Uncle Vinny's in Point Pleasant. Like, yeah, oh, God, yeah yeah, 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 exactly like that. I'm like, I, uh, and this is my mistake. Uh, I There was no direct flights from Buffalo to Tampa, so I had to do two planes to get there, whereas oh, I'm looking at Jackie, I go, why didn't we just stay somewhere in Fort Lauderdale? There's direct flights there. That was my yeah. fault. I don't know why. I'm an idiot. So I got my in-laws, and my, and my daughter traipsing through JFK to catch the connector, and then oh, the other connector. God. We have time to get breakfast. We'll have fun. We'll have breakfast at the airport. I mean, oh my I, god! And then and then and then I wanted to get home, so I had them on a six. I feel terrible. They were in the mid seventies, and I had them on a six fifteen a.m. flight. We were up oh, at three bro, o'clock in the morning. Listen, they didn't <laughs> do a comedy club on Saturday night. <laughs> and, and and they're coming home at six fifteen. These they're not comedians. These in laws. You book a nice noon flight. You have a nice breakfast with them, and you go to the airport. What kind of thing is that? I mean, we got to oh. revamp your whole thing oh. here, man. Oh Jesus, dude, you're so right. And then I say to them, I say, listen, everyone, we're gonna leave at three thirty in the morning. Okay. Oh God. <laughs> I'd say I'm staying here. Have a great time in Treasure Island. <laughs> Dude, it gets better. I feel terrible now, bro. You're killing me. So I go 3.30. Then I go in the bedroom and I think about it. And I, You know that? You ever drive that bridge in Florida from St. Oh, Peter yeah. to Tampa? Oh, I'm like, man, what if there's an accident on that fucker? I go, make it 3.15. 3.15, you never know. Okay, there could be an accident on the bridge. So, so oh. then, so then, oh, God, I get to the JetBlue check-in. To go home and uh, you know boarding is until 6 30 bro i get to the bag drop so early the bag drop is not even open yet <laughs> think, we're at four oh. they don't start taking your bags till 4 30 uh, oh and the whole time i'm sitting God. there going yeah but yours are gonna be great to be home by three huh how much you gonna love that have your whole night <laughs> oh my god <laughs> bro i need you need to help me dude I, I mean, yeah, you're, you're, it's, 
I've already revamped a lot of things in my life due to stay hungry. I was inspired. Um, <laughs> seriously, from the talk and like, you got to stay hungry. I mean, you can't take a break. But I mean, this was a shotgun trip, then a shotgun invite to the in-laws. And then I, I came home and I felt terrible about bringing them on this lousy trip. And and everyone was they were everyone was so exhausted coming home. And then here's the kicker. Oh God, bro, I can't even believe I'm saying this. So when we get back to Buffalo and we're all collecting our bags, we have the Tahoe at least, uh, and long term parking. Which whatever, it's it's the shuttle. You know, it's right there. So Jackie goes, uh, why don't you go get the car? So that by the time the bags come out, we can all just get in. I go, good call. And then she goes, oh, man, I left the keys in the checked bag. So we got to wait. I go, all right. So then the bags come off the conveyor belt, and she gives me the keys. And I go, well, why don't we just all go now? I mean, there's no sense in me going to get the car and then just coming back. So my whole family now, again, mid-70s, are wheeling their bags out to catch the shuttle. And then the shuttle pulls up, and there's a long line. And everybody gets on the shuttle, and the guy comes, takes each bag, puts everyone on. I see the bag thing filling up, and then he comes back down. And he looks at me. We're next. It's me and my father-in-law. And he goes, "How many you got?" And we go five. And he goes, "And five bags?" And I go, "Yeah." And he goes, "Well, I can only take two. So is there any but one with just two?" And he's looking beyond us. So I go, "Well, just take me. I'll just go, Jack, and then I'll get the car." And she goes, "All right." So I go to get on. And then I'm like, oh, man, I just left my whole family standing out there in the fucking cold. What am I doing, right? So then I go to get back up, and as I get up, I notice there's still, like, three scattered seats. So I walk back down the steps, and I go, Jack, just everybody get on. There's three seats. Everybody just get on. And the guy, he's a big dude. He stands up in front of me. He's like, no, no, they can't just get on. Everyone can't just get on. I have to account for everyone. Everyone has to have a seat. So I start patting his big, heavy back, and I go, guy, guy, I apologize. I had a very long flight. I apologize, right? He goes, just, just give me a minute. And I turn to Jackie and I go, all right, Jack, I'll get on. I'll go get the car and I'll come back around. And then as I go to get on, the guy calms down. He looks over and he goes, all right, I think I can get you all on. Which, you know, he partially did because I yelled. But now I got my 75-year-old in-laws. I'm yelling at the shuttle bus guy. And this is the last leg of a trip that started at... Yeah, basically, I said we're leaving at three fifteen, bro. I came out at two thirty in the morning to to uh, wash up, and my in laws are already dressed and watching TV at two thirty in the morning. And I'm like, look at this. They couldn't even sleep. They just they've been dreading this. <laughs> this is like this is like hell. I dropped oh. the ball, dude. <sighs> God no. I feel terrible no. now. Well. Your wife's in on this. I just don't understand that there is no like safety net in the relationship where someone doesn't say, "Hey, this is not a good idea." Like you're, are you both blind? I yeah, we both just screwed up. On you ever just have like a, a perfect storm where all the safety valves, all four engines go at once. Who'd have thought, you know? <laughs> Jackie books the wrong place because she thought it looked nice. I get the, the connecting flights and early flights home. Uh, you know, even my rental car, I go to get the rental car, and the lady's like, how many do you have? And they're all behind me. And I go, I have four adults and one kid. And she's like, you got a forester here. And I go, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes... 
you want you want an upgrade? And I go, yeah, yeah, whatever it is. Please just give me the upgrade. I got to fit all these. So at least I did that. And I got a nice vehicle, which we needed because we drove around a lot because the weather sucked for the first four. It was just, and it's all wait, wait, wait. on me, man. It's all on wait, me. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Uh, you're renting a Subaru when you go on vacation too? This you was a... But the Forester's a Subaru, isn't it? Yeah, I think this it was a mid-size SUV is what I ordered. And I guess the Forester falls under that. So when I got there, that was what I was getting. Oh, yeah, geez. no, I mean... No, nah, dude, it's oh pathetic, God. and it's all changing, man. It's all changing now. What are you doing as a friend, guy? What do you mean, friend? I'm trying to help you here, bro. I'm telling you, if you ever have any... You know, normally what we do, we reach out to people who have gone to a place uh, or, hey, we're looking to go to Florida. Uh, we've been to whatever, Miami, Orlando, and Fort Myers. You recommend anything else? Oh, yeah. Here, there's a place called, I think it's called Destin, Florida, uh, which is a really, really cute town. I think it's that's what it's called that, that my wife and, and family went to growing up. I would have even recommended that if you were looking for kind of like a little beatniky type of small town, picket yeah. white fence deal, nice yeah. little uh, kind of like almost New England type in in Florida. Uh, That's what and I it's want. Okay, so like you have oh, to open up the dialogue. Beautiful. Yeah, I mean. The, the, You're right. You got to open up the dialogue, man. I, I didn't know you were going anywhere. Plus, yeah. I'm sitting here thinking to myself as you're telling me this story. I know. I know. We had a conversation about this the other night, and it's like when you start making a little bread, right? I don't yeah. like to buy things. I'm not a I'm not a watch guy. I'm not you know I, I don't want to buy a lot of cars or whatever. I like experiences. I like memories. Mm -hmm. I'd rather pay for memories than pay for something I'd drive or wear. So if you're gonna go through the trouble of getting your family out of the house to leave your your home to get on an airplane to to check in at the airport, to take the shuttle, to do all this, you might as well make this time worth it. So, you know, it, it's like, I'm confused. It's not like you're a, you're traveling like you're a broke guy. No, you're absolutely right. Yeah, absolutely right. Wait, listen, when I go to your show uh, and when I go to Disney World, it's, it's going to be great for a star. This was a knee-jerk thing. Everybody dropped the ball, but you can't afford to drop the ball ever in life man because i mean although i do have a memory now right <laughs> but you're right i'm gonna open dialogue this destined florida i wrote it down that's like that that tv show bloodline i wanted to stay in a town like that that sounds yeah like destined, hey, that's you know? that's what i'm saying that that's what you i i believe you would have loved it destined yeah. florida if anybody out there lives there uh, here, here, look it up right now online. Um, it, it's got a nice little boardwalk. If you look up Destin, Florida images, I think you would really love the town, man. It's got a nice beach. Just look it up. I mean, it, it just, just the photos alone. It's it's beautiful. Anybody that's out there who's a listener that lives around here, uh, please comment on our Facebook page of things to do there. So Pete maybe has a uh, a place to go. I'd like to go here. Yeah. Uh, are you there? Are you looking at this shit up? Uh, I'm trying to. I'd also like to get a better phone. Holy, this is embarrassing. <laughs> uh, Destin. Oh, man, this is where we need Studio Lou. 
Yeah. All right, here see? we go. Oh, my goodness. It's right on the water. Yeah. Oh. And I think my Where is this located? Are... Like, how far down? Is it warm there? Can I get a temp check on there right now? Luke, can we get a temp check on Destin, Florida? I, I got to text this to Jackie it's... right now on the couch in the other room and just say, it's you on... dropped the ball guy <laughs> it's actually you know what it's 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 in the, it's the northern part of florida it's almost by louisiana right by panama city pensacola tallahassee right in that area uh um, 65 degrees right now humidity 44 percent i mean that's, you know, oh, that's 65 nice. not that bad that's no, what it was no. where i was in treasure island slash uh wildwood new jersey <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's nice. All right. It, it's it, that's you know what, folks. What's to learn be here is a uh, open dialogue with everything moving forward. People that you've you you know have similar tastes. Ask them what movie they liked, what book they read, and please where they went in Florida, Destin, Florida. <laughs> that's where I'm going next time. I apologize to old Floridians. No, that's, about a, that. that's all right, man. I'm just saying I want you to have a good time. I don't want you wasting six days. You're breaking your ass. You know what? Why the hell? This is the way I look at it. I don't want to make you feel any worse than you are right now. You go through, what, six months of living in Bin Laden's dungeon, right? So you could save some bread, right? You don't want to yeah. live the lavish lifestyle. So now yeah. you come home. You want to take some of that money you saved and live a little bit. And that's this is where we spend the money, man. I'm telling you. You're right. A lot of things came into play, and we just all dropped the ball. Me especially. Right. Me especially. Well, but You learned a one, lesson. You're back. I hope your vacation in May uh, will make up for this travesty. If you'd like to tell us things to do for vacation in Destin, Florida, shoot us an email or send us anything you want at p&smailbag at gmail. We just drove 2,460 miles just for a little Roy Wally entertainment. The moose says you're closed, I say you're open. We're not really violent people. This is our first gun. <laughs> no, it isn't. The Pete and Sebastian Show. This is for the movie trailer. Saw it today, bro. You made not only did you make the movie trailer, boom! Right after Jeremy, you're the next image. Yeah. For anyone who doesn't know what I'm talking about, Sebastian's uh, one of his movies is coming out in what July 16th, right? June 15th. Uh, June 15th. Sorry, with Jeremy. You take it over, bro. I, I have trouble with it's, that. Uh, the movie's called Tag. It's based on a true story about 40-year-old men who still play the game Tag. The movie has uh, Ed Helms, Jeremy Renner, uh, Leslie Bibb, John Hamm, uh, Hannibal Burris. So a lot of good people in the movie. And the trailer came out today. What Pete is referring to is the beginning of the trailer is the, the, the wedding scene. Basically, I'm the uh, officiant in the wedding. And uh, I get uh, tackled in the trailer. Yeah. Now, I know you want to address the tackle. Yes, yes. Ed Helms, by the way, uh, is so funny, dude. He always makes me laugh. So it was really great to see in the opening trailer. There you are, Ed Helms coming running down the aisle to tag Jeremy Renner, who sidesteps uh, at the last second and Ed Helms goes flying into Father Sebastian Maniscalco, <laughs> which you see in the trailer. It's all very cool. And I wanted to ask him my text 
if was it all stunt doubles or did you and Ed Helms actually do a tackle at any point? Uh, that scene that you see in the trailer is stunt double. Now, what you don't see is right after that, getting up from the hit is Ed Helms and myself. But the actual hit are two stunt doubles. Now, are you saying oh my that goodness. I should have been able to take the hit and fall? Uh, I'm, I'm saying that if Tom Cruise was playing your role, he yeah. would have said, put a flak jacket underneath my shirt for rib protection, but I'm taking the hit. And we're going to keep the cameras rolling through the hit. I understand that. Um, but they had the stunt double there. And I figured, <laughs> hey, when in Rome, let the stunt double take the hit. I mean, Ed Helms wasn't doing the, the, the fly-in. I honestly so, don't even think you would have a choice anyway. I'm just busting chops. <laughs> Seriously. But, you know, I didn't even realize that. I don't know why I didn't even think of that. Because when you see the trailer, you, you just don't think past that scene. You but, did. No, <laughs> oh, oh, no, no, but no, I'm, no, no, but I'm saying the, the idea that, yeah, you're you're actually still in the wedding. So everyone's like, what the hell was that? And then now you and Ed Helms are getting up in the middle of the church. That's got to be hysterical. The movie looks really funny, man. It really does, actually. You see in the trailer when it says, based on a true story, somehow you're like, okay, all right, then it's cool. All right, then it's cool. Like, it's not outrageous if it's based on a true story right you're like okay it's got some it's got some reality attached to it hey guys it's Jeremy Brenner I want to uh, introduce the trailer to a movie called Tag I'm in playing the game right now so oh, God. Susan you take Jerry to be your husband what's the difference between Episcopalian and Lutheran Episcopalians don't eat fish that's pescatarian that's not a religion. They're all fanatics. I don't know. You, you may kiss the bride. <laughs> I love you. Please tell me what's going on here. Our group of friends has been playing the same game of tag for 30 years. What? And I haven't seen the movie yet, so I'm going to actually see it next week which i'm looking forward to so i'll let you know uh how the rest of the movie is but it was really really fun to make and i don't know how how deep we got into the ins and outs of making that movie uh, we shot that in atlanta last year in sweltering heat um but uh working with those guys did i tell you anything about that movie i forget lou do you remember yeah, that anything was the, that was pretty much the first one where you know you had lines and stuff I remember because you go, I was so hot. And then every, in between each take, they were going up to Jeremy oh, with fans yeah. and this and that. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. dying. I'm dying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Again, he was getting we, fan. That's right. That's right. Maybe we'll have Zach Guido reference. Uh, let us know, Lou. We got to look it up in the... Uh, Zach give a name to that. To the Zachalogs. To, to pay, I don't know what we'll call those things, man. <laughs> Zachalogs. <laughs> I do what he said to uh, me and Lou. No, it's uh, it's it's got more words than the Bible. <laughs> like holy shit! So, Lou, do we have access to the Zachalogs? Oh yeah, I do. Actually, I could forward it to to you guys. Yeah, yeah. Send it my way. I'll take a look at the Zachalogs. It's cool. Yeah, you just search uh, JJ Jeremy Renner. Yeah. Wait, is this uh, verbatim? Is this like a transcript of the show in writing? 
Yes. Um. Uh, oh, yeah, but in big verbatim. clunks. In big clunks, though, like like you know, all this stuff about the story about Jeremy Renner would be pretty much transcribed. But then you know, if there's just little small talk, or maybe then Pete and Sebastian spoke briefly about blah 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 before getting into da 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 da, and then more transcription. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I want to yeah. see these Zacalogs. Send them my way. Okay. But here's what I saw pretty interesting. Now, when they yell "cut," Renner's got people coming out of the trees to attend to him. He's got makeup. He's got wardrobe, hair. And he's got this, which I, I, this is a beautiful, beautiful touch. He had two people come out with fans, like like portable fans. Yeah. And they were fanning him oh. so he'd stay cool, right? Yeah. Now, they got somebody that takes his jacket, so he takes his jacket off. They're fanning him, doing his hair. Guy don't even look. The guy looks like he is drinking a martini on a beach, and it's about 68 degrees, and the sun just went down. That's how he looks. If you point the camera at me, I got beads of sweat on my forehead, and I'm sweating through the suit, right? Just standing behind the wren, just trying to catch a little uh, bounce breeze, right? I was trying to get residual movie star wind. <laughs> so so nobody's attending to you, not even Nobody's attending to me. I mean, I think Wardrobe was on walkie-talkies going, uh, the priest is sweating through his suit. Do we have an extra suit? No, so, just tell him to rub his forehead with his sleeve. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> so as a joke, and and I, I'm like, all right, let me, let me see how far in I am with these, with these two uh, actors. So... And we're setting up, and the, everybody leaves, and they're getting ready to shoot. I lean into uh, Renner and uh, and Bib. I go, listen, uh, it's the first time in my life I tried catching movie star residual wind because I'm dying up here. <laughs> By the way, did I tell you that? Uh, By the way, your daughter's already taller than Jeremy Renner. Okay, continue. <laughs> <laughs> I got to tell you, man, I, I, I started something new, and I, I'm going to pass this along to you guys. Hopefully, you'll implement it into your day. But what I've started doing and what's really working for me is taking showers and showering off the activity that I did uh, prior to the shower. For example, if you're not working, Pete or Lou, or or let's say when you get up in the morning, do you generally just take a shower? Absolutely not. Okay, so you're just you're walking around with with the sleep on your body. Yeah, guy, okay, try to give it a negative connotation. Go for it. But I have clean sheets, and I didn't <laughs> no, sweat no, no, that no. night. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not it's not so much a um, a sweat thing or what. It's more of a mental thing. So oh. I'm not saying I've done. You know, I I get up and I start my day. I brush my teeth yeah. and I don't go in the shower. I my I go my work out and I come home. Then I shower. What I started doing it is showering. Like I'll get up, I'll shower, and I, it's like a wake up for me. Get the day going. Like just wash that that sleep off you. You know, hypothetically, uh-huh. just wash it down the drain and start fresh. And if you're feeling sluggish during the day or, or, or what have you, two, three o'clock comes around, you're at home, hop in the shower, bro. Oh, and, what are we and, doing? What do you mean, what are we doing? Yeah, Lou, guy, are we, it's not a bad idea. Guy? I've just never no, done it. Like, you, 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 you're staring down the barrel of an eczema problem, guy. 
I already yes. got one. Well, you just—it's just gonna get worse. You just—you can't just spend half your day washing the natural oily sheen off your uh, Italian skin, bro. I mean, I, you're supposed to be showering like honestly. As, as we should be showering once a week, truly, as humans, unless you know, of course, you work out. What are you gonna do? Can't be a cab driver. Once but a basically week, basically speaking, bro. bro just flip it, flip it up on its head, and try the shower technique. And I guarantee it will change your life. I took a shower, man, just just for this podcast. Oh, I didn't, man! I, I, so you, what do, are you going to shower after? I might. <laughs> well, are you are you doing the lotion after every shower? I didn't do the lotion here because I know I got another shower in me before the night is is going to come to an end. <laughs> Between lotion and water bill, this is this is an outrageous plan, guy. What does Lana say to this? Every time she turns around, she has to force it. <laughs> <laughs> like, for example, yeah. when you landed in Treasure Island, right? Mm-hmm. What time of day was it when you were coming from Florida? What time? You mean when I got back to Buffalo or what? When no, no, when you got to oh. Florida, what time was it? Oh right! It was about uh, it was about four five o'clock. Okay, once you checked into the condo, shower? No, but this is what I'm talking about, bro. Yeah. You got to wash the plane off you, dude. I can't believe you're saying that because it was seven. You know, we do the show at eight o'clock tonight. So at the time, it was about seven thirty. And I'm upstairs with Jackie, and she's like, hey, shower's all set up for you. Bang it out. I have the night cool for you for after the show. And I go, I'm not showering. And she's like, guy, hey, you got to shower the plane off. You have to shower. And I go, I'll do it tomorrow. She's like, you're not even getting in the bed like that. Trust me, you're going to. So I just got in the shower, and I did it. But it's sometimes she has to actually talk me into showers. I find it to be a whole, it's a pain in the ass. you got to get in there, turn the water on, dry off, then rinse the tub out because I got body hair in there. So she makes me get the body hair. So, but I felt way better. But that was because of a flight. But you're, you're taking it too far, guy. You're going to shower after the show, and it's going to have no effect because you just showered. It's like you can't eat pizza all day and still expect it to be delicious. i think what it does for me mentally it resets me for another activity so i give you give you an example i'm going to try this after the show and i'll report back to you next week i'm going to shower after this because i'm going to go grocery shopping for tonight's dinner i just feel if i set it up where it's a fresh shower for the grocery shopping and the cooking experience that I'm going to feel a lot better about doing it with just washing the podcast off me. I I, I, I see the reasoning behind that. You're going you're gonna to go into the supermarket refreshed. But yeah. have you ever thought about, this is something I saw the other day, and do you know in Norway, every single house, the way we all have a TV, every single house has a sauna. And apparently, it knocks years off your life. Pete meant to say, a sauna adds years to your life. Let alone a steam room. So what if you got a little triage going where morning is sauna, midday steam, afternoon shower. So, Because it seems like you like to think in moist places, man. 
I do, and it's funny you mentioned the steam. Now, on the remodel, we put a steam in the shower. So, I incorporate a steam after the work for the workout post shower. There's a steam involved in that. I do a steam then a shower. Oh, that's see, I I'm, I wish I could steam. I mean, when you're working out and you get towards the end of your workout, do you start to go, "Oh, I get this steam soon." I do the workout just so I can steam. <laughs> I'm just doing a nasty shower at the retro gym in dollar flip-flops. And even that shower I'm enjoying because you get finished working out and you're hitting a hot shower, let alone a nice steam that's going to roll into a shower. Oh, fuck. Yeah, it's nothing better. I'm telling you, the steam and what I do in the steam room, and I want to get your take on this. I love eucalyptus. Do you ever take a eucalyptus steam? I I stay in the steam room longer than I would just for the eucalyptus smell. I, I, you know that little bottle they usually have in there? Oh, when no one's around, I spray that thing like crazy. Oh, so do I. And I, I hope no one comes in while I'm spraying it. Right? I hope no one comes in at fucking all ever. I, yeah, yeah, totally, yeah. totally. Yeah, no, so, I, know, I know you do too. What do you think of this move? If you're in the steam, right? Let's say you're at the gym and you're in the steam, and somebody comes into the steam room while you're in it, yeah, and they brought their own eucalyptus. Like, like let's say the steam shower or the steam room doesn't have eucalyptus spray, yeah. and somebody brought their own and started spraying it. What's the take on that? Do you go, hey man, thanks a lot, or do you go, oh guy, okay, how'd you know I wanted eucalyptus? I I I I'd probably just give a. Uh... Good call, bro. Like just my, a, a masculine way of saying, glad you have that. Keep the spray. Keep keep hitting the top. Keep it coming. Okay, so so you know? so that's that's the take on the on the person that doesn't have it. Now, if I come in with my own eucalyptus, am yeah. I required to tell everybody in the steam room, hey guys, I got my own spray. You mind? Do I have to call that out, or do I come in spraying? Oh, man, you know, you got to ask yourself, if there isn't already eucalyptus in there, is there a reason why? Has there been a complaint because people don't like the eucalyptus? I I wouldn't spray it. I would, you know what, I would probably have it in my towel, like off to the side, under my, like a gun under my thigh. <laughs> and, and if I get in there and no one's in there, then I'd spray it out and put it away. And if they go, it smells like eucalyptus, I'd be like, yeah, it does. But I would never, I would only spray when no one's looking. Because <laughs> I'm thinking of taking my own eucalyptus on the road with me. And let's say if I'm at a gym on the road, bringing in my own eucalyptus. And I just don't know the etiquette on whether or not you ask the steam room. Hey, guys, I brought my own. You mind if I start spraying it up? Because there's a lot of times when, you know, you enter a steam room and it's just not going to be yourself. Uh, I'm actually going to do that in Boston this weekend, and then I'll report back again on the um, on next week's cast. By the way, what I'm doing here, and I don't know yeah, if you yeah. noticed it, guys, what I'm doing is I'm setting up for the listeners. It's almost like an old Three's Company episode to be continued so you tune in to next week's episode uh, it's uh, we are on pins and needles about the eucalyptus outcome <laughs> there is no doubt bro <laughs> uh.
my question is, though, if you get there and they have eucalyptus, are you like, ah, man, I don't need to carry my eucalyptus. What a drag. I like to think that my eucalyptus supersedes any eucalyptus already in the shower. It probably I does. Because I went through a lot to get this this eucalyptus, and I, I feel like it's one of the one of the best ones out there. So, I think I come in with eucalyptus. We got to go with mine rather than the the, the store bought uh, one that the hotel got. So, uh, yeah, I'm telling you, I'm into the shower. I, I'm 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 pleading for the uh, listeners to 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 try this at home. See if you like it. See if it resets your day. Uh, how long has this been going on? Because you're gonna you're gonna find yourself itching pretty soon. You're gonna realize it's just too much. But anyway, it's been going on it's been going on on and off for the last three weeks. I've been doing it, and I'm I'm not consistent with it. But when I put my mind to it, I find that the shower really really energizes me and gets me ready for the next activity. So um, I haven't been religious about it in the morning, which I want to start getting. Uh, like right away boom shower and here's another thing i want to start doing is and 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 i told myself three or four years ago that i was going to stop doing this i want to start dressing up in the morning for like the day's activity i don't want to just put on a pair of nike sweats and a t-shirt i kind of want to like here for example i'm going into a, a meeting tomorrow at my agency and I'm going to talk with the agents. I could show up in a Nike, you know, sweatsuit, right? Yeah. I don't want to do that. I want to start projecting through clothing. What well, do you I, feel? What's your feel on that? Well, uh, yeah, you know, it, it can. It's it's definitely good, but it can also give the wrong impression too, right? Like. Trying too hard? I don't know, but like, what are you, what are you talking about wearing? What are you subtle, talking about wearing? Subtle, man. I'm talking about jeans and a sports jacket, something that exudes some type of authority. Jeans and a sports jacket? It sounds like ladies. Okay, okay. <laughs> this is well-curated outfits that my stylist put together for these occasions. What do you think of that? Yeah, I Did guess I so. Did I lose the crowd? No, we're here. Why? <laughs> I mean... I'm trying it tomorrow for the first time again. Report back on Tuesday and let you know how this how this all went. But I'm going in to a but meeting. But don't you like the idea that you're in sweats, but they have to be in suits? Isn't that kind of cool? No, I, I find it that if you go into a meeting and everybody is dressed up and you're the one that comes in underdressed, that you have a disadvantage when it comes to uh, conveying any type of authority and mm -hmm. or uh, leverage. I hear you. Honestly, I'll be the one to say it. It's big business now. Everything's big business, all right? I never <laughs> see business. George Clooney in anything other than the prime attire. Exactly. Ever. It's like, he's got a, it's like you don't see Superman without his cape. No. I can I can honestly say I've never seen Clooney like in, in looking less than uh, cologne ad. Yeah, right? I mean, yeah. I, I never see this guy go... You know, TMZ never catches George Clooney in uh, sweats. And if it is, it's probably a beautiful sweatsuit. Yeah. 
I, well, man, I can't even picture. Don't even make me think of Clooney in a sweatsuit. I can't even wrap my head around it. Yeah, I can't even either. It's not something I want to. Oh, I want to even. No, I did. I did do nice loafers though. Finally, this trip instead of flip flops, and I got to tell you, I don't know what took me so long to grow into a man, but boy, oh boy, a nice loafer with a nice short, not no cargo short where you can put ninety two things in each side pocket because you're going into the army. No, a nice pair of shorts. I really, I really rounded a corner with that. I was the best dressed man in Treasure Island. Okay, when you're wearing shorts, though, what's your take on putting stuff in your pocket, like cell phone, wallet, keys? Don't you think that screws up the look of the short? Yeah, you got to sacrifice. You got to go, like I tell Jackie, I'm not bringing my phone, so you got your phone. I go, I'm just bringing cash, uh, nothing else, and you just got to go real light, man. Got to go real light. You bring up a, an interesting point here as far as being a couple. Um when you go out with your wife and child, do you find more often than not that, you know what, let me leave my phone just as long as someone has a phone for emergencies? Or do you always have to be with your phone? Because, I don't know, you're the type of guy that seems like you could leave your phone behind for six weeks and it wouldn't it wouldn't bother you. Yeah, I mean, if I wasn't doing business or something, but yeah, absolutely. I'd say, Jack, you got your phone, we're fine. We're covered for the emergency. It's all that matters. Yeah. How's the daughter, man? <sighs> man, uh, she's getting active, man. Um, she's going to be like my wife. She's uh, very interested in a lot of different things. She's got a lot of, I like to call it a lot of windows open. My wife, if you look at her computer, a lot of windows open at once. Right? Oh, yeah. You look at my explore one window open i'm done with it i shut it down we open up a new window i not only do i do that i always erase history i don't need no one knowing where i'm doing what i'm up to what i was checking out all burn it gone and by the way yeah this isn't jackie said i could bring this up we're at the pool sadie's now taking a nap and jackie's parents are gone at the beach and um, we're right on the water on this cool canal. So Jack and I are off to the side, right by us. Sadie's napping, we're just off to the side. No one's around. And we're relaxing, if you know what I'm saying. A little chicken. And uh, this guy, about my age, now we're both sitting over in Chase Lounge chairs. He comes around the bend, and he comes walking. There's no one over by us. So now he's walking right over to our little cove area. Gets right up in front of me. I'm like, come on. And he leans over, and he goes... Excuse me, do you happen to have uh, anything else today in your chair? I go, what? Is that do you happen, do you, yeah, do you happen to have anything else there that you could share? Like, coming over begging for pot. What the? I go, what? No. I didn't even say sorry. I go, what? No. And then he goes, oh. He was in the pool area, right? There's a pool area. And then right below the pool area, there's more Chase Lounge chairs. And after Sadie was done swimming, she was swimming all day. And she was just getting over being sick. So we went down to the other Chase Lounges where it was some shade. It was like 75, 80 degrees. And Sadie fell asleep on the Chase Lounge chair. Nice, cozy. So Jack and I were about, you know, 15 feet away from her at the edge of the canal. Over, over all the way over in the left-hand corner, all three of us by ourselves. And we're doing little one-hits. Yeah, having a cup of coffee and having a good time, taking in the scenery. No sooner are we done 
We walked back over and was sitting right by Sadie, who's still napping. This guy was up by the pool with his family, and he comes down and you're like begging and asking me for pot. <laughs> okay, so I don't know the etiquette here on pot. Uh, and by the way, you, there's no way he smelled it. There's no, we weren't like, he must have seen us or something. He was like looking for it. It wasn't like kids were smelling or smoking. I want to point that out. Okay, continue. So, uh, well, here, Lou. I, I, you, yes, you're smoking outside uh, over on the Avenue of the Stars over there. You're having a, man, someone, hey, bum one, and you, yeah, yeah, sure. Is that? Yes. What is so they could that, get away from me. So as long as they don't they don't stick around and think we're friends now, take it and go. Fine. Cigarette Lou, but you're on vacation with your girlfriend and you guys are smoking a dube or you just finished smoking a dube and you guys are sitting there alone having a beer together and someone comes over and, and, and they smell what you were doing, they go, Can I have some? What'd you take get on that? Get the fuck out of the building. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't ruin my good time. Get out. I mean, thank you, Lou. So, Sebastian, that's no different if you and Lana are sharing a carafe, a little red, and a guy comes over and goes, "Can you got another cup? Yeah, what? Beat it. So, so the pot you could, the pot and the wine you don't share, but a cigarette you could give away. Is that how it works? Yeah, because you're already killing yourself anyway, and it's just, uh, it's, we're all in it together. We're all, we're all getting yeah. cancer together here. I'm not doing you any favors. Just go. That cigarette's more like a piece of gum, you know? Tic-tac. Oh, okay. But you, I mean, you. you know, this is you coming away. And you're whispering it to me? Like, yeah. oh, and by the way, it's it's legal in Florida, two doors down, anyone can go in and buy it. So beat it. So. Let, let me let me let me ask you this though. Let me let me yeah. flip it around. All right. If you are smoking pot. And it's not a guy. Let's say it's a really attractive woman, bikini, da, 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 and she comes by and she goes, hey, guys, just, do you mind if I get a, a hit? Does, does, it, does it make a difference? None whatsoever. And by the way, Lou, is it just me? Or whenever Sebastian says smoking pot, it just sounds dated, doesn't it? It just sounds like <laughs> how do you, a how sitcom do you dad is saying it, man. Oh, I don't know. It's just a protocol. Well, just you, you say it like you pulled me over and you smelled it. I mean, it's like, you know, we'd go, you'd say, no, all right, so let's say you guys are hanging out and someone comes over, a good-looking girl in a bikini. That's all you have to say. You don't have to say, and you're smoking pot. It, I don't know. Maybe it just seems. Well, the other two are females. God only knows what they were up to in there. And furthermore, Susan, I wouldn't be the least bit surprised to learn that all four of them habitually smoke marijuana cigarettes. Reefers. The way you make it sound, right? I don't want to talk about it. I don't like to be a pot guy, but go ahead. I know, but like the way you make it sound is like you're 13 and you don't want your dad finding out that you're smoking pot by the pool. What do you mean with regard to just in general talking about it? When you say this, this, I'll do an imitation of you telling me and the listeners that you're smoking. Okay, this is is you. So me and Jack, we're, uh, yeah. So, Jack, yeah. So, <laughs> it, so you're saying it. You're saying it like, like you're like you don't want to be caught with it. And then I hear that, and I go with the fatherly. You're smoking yeah. pot, right? Yeah. No, you're right. You're absolutely right, man. I. You know what I think it is. I, I just don't want to like make it seem like a. 
I'm a, uh, you know, all about pot. Math. Yeah, we don't think that you're all about pot. It's something that's kind of like kind of in the fabric of your life. Like like my my wife and I having a bottle of wine. Yeah, uh, exactly. You're right. You're yeah. right. So, so that was like, a- you know, yeah. I mean, we don't we don't gotta we don't gotta say it under our breath. It's like me telling you. So you know, Lana and I we open up a bottle of wine. You know what I'm saying? I mean, <laughs> yeah. I would never say it. <laughs> I don't, oh my God! Do I? He's just been pointing out what an asshole I sound like left and right. <laughs> You're right. That's ridiculous, man. I mean, shit. Get it together to today. Up a little bit. It's all right. It's all right. Yeah. Well, anyway, the point being, you got to offer somebody. You got to offer that guy. He's. Got, you got to give him a look. Like, hey, man. Hey, come here. You want. You want some of this? Or same with the oh. wine. Hey, we're not going to finish this wine. Can we give it to that? Table? Oh, got gotcha, you. Got gotcha. you. Okay. So that being said. Let's say you got half a joint left over. You're done at the pool, right? Mm-hmm. Can mm-hmm. you go up to someone and go, "Hey, we're, we're done. We're not gonna smoke the joint. You guys want this?" No, am I am I literally dying of a heart attack in that moment? Because if not, I'll I'll be smoking the other half of that joint at some point. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, it's just like. Okay, you're going to save it for later. I got you. I got yeah, you. I mean, it's not like a half a bottle of wine that you leave behind. I mean, I get yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And my mother would recork it, but most people leave it behind. But uh, a joint, no, nah, yeah, you, you, you finished that. Oh, okay. Um, right, Lou? Well, yeah, but if you if you strike up a conversation with somebody who oh, seems right, to be cool. Oh, right, about Eddie Vedder and Pearl Jam. <laughs> Nobody's the, I'm not even mentioning that. <laughs> <laughs> but you are you're talking about that's your scenario you're smoking a half a dude before you go in to see eddie and the boys maybe you'll give it to somebody else i wasn't thinking about that well I, i've oh. smoked with you in new york city lou i don't see you turning around asking passerbys if they'd like a puff <laughs> i told you guys I, i'm sick I, i'm in a bad mood so i apologize i really do so this oh, is yeah. this has been a whacked show, man. It's been a good show. We're really having a good time here. I just want to plug a date: April fifteenth, Las Vegas, Nevada, uh, the Coliseum at Caesar's Palace. Tickets are on sale at SebastianLive.com. I have to commend the listeners here. We have been climbing the charts on Again? iTunes. Uh, last time I checked, we were at eighty-seven. Uh, wow. Is that the highest we've been? I didn't check it in the last day. We moved up. So, yeah, we uh, we were at 87 wow. at one point, and there's something happening with our show within the podcast community that uh, it, it, it's catching on. I, I know we've had loyal listeners over the last five years, but you guys have really, really been getting the word out, so we really do the appreciate best. the... Uh, the 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 love out there and um it's been it's we been it, when, when pete and i and my and lou get together to do these things it's uh it's nothing but fun and we we have a we have a blast doing it so uh I'm, and, I'm and the pns sorry i cut you off uh, dude i'm sorry i thought you were saying goodbye <laughs> no 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 it's, it's just it's nice to see that people are uh, appreciating it Absolutely. And I, I wanted to add to that, the PNS quotes guy, he just keeps hammering them out, man, on Twitter. So I, I would really appreciate that. All the support, all the tweets, man, dude. As soon as your trailer came out, the whole Pete and Sebastian podcast army was tweeting that thing out left and right, dude. I'm it's telling great. You. It's great to see. So um, we appreciate that. Do you have any um, anything you want to plug here? Just my new outlook on life. 
learned a lot today on this show. I learned a lot. a lot today. If you learned <laughs> anything, it's take a shower after this show. Oh, God. I don't know about that, <laughs> man. Welcome to Eczema Land, dude. Um, I, I just got the working with Regan, Brian Regan, in April. Uh, I think I, I said him before. And, uh, and then just go to pcorelli.com because it'll also be a Buffalo Helium Comedy Club uh, first weekend in May. And you just go to Buffalo Helium dot com and you can get tickets great hanging with you guys bro have a wonderful weekend and we will see you next week guys The show has ended. Oh, that's 65, nice. not that bad. That's no, what it was no. where I was in Treasure Island slash uh, Wildwood, New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs>